in the endless reaches of the universe there once existed a planet known as Krypton, a planet that burned like a green star in the distant heavens. One of the planet's leading scientists, sensing the approach of doom, placed his infant son in a small rocket ship and sent it hurtling in the direction of Earth just as Krypton exploded. Because of the amazing powers that this child possessed, he grew up to become what mankind knew only as Superman. Superman was believed to be the sole survivor of Krypton's destruction, but what many don't know is that two others recently made it to Earth. Lacking the superhuman abilities of their predecessors, they have taken it upon themselves to educate, entertain, and maybe even annoy humanity instead. They may not be faster than a speeding bullet, more powerful than a locomotive, and able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. But they are... Ben and Vicky! Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Prop Showzall again on your Sunday midday. But unfortunately, that intro is lying to you just a little bit at the moment. There's only one of us that have made it into the studio. My name's Ben, and uh, I will be rambling on my own until Vicky makes it over. She claims she's on her way and that there was a delayed train as the cause, but who is to be sure? I've been here. But it gives me time to entertain you guys with stories from my Friday night until she gets here. I went to the, the ice hockey. It was a match between Canada versus America. I'm a Canadian myself, or at least, you know, Canadian citizen, which I feel counts. And so it's like, well, how often do you get to see an ice hockey match in Melbourne? So jumped right on that. And uh, it was sold out. Huge crowd. Everyone's going crazy. Probably the biggest accumulation of Canadian citizens in one small area in Melbourne uh, ever. If you were trying to take out any Canadian citizens, that would be the time to do it. All right, Vicky has made her long-awaited entrance. What was going on, Vicky? Not even anything interesting. I wish I had something interesting to tell you, but the train was just delayed because of an injured man. Oh. Yeah, I know. I, I feel know. like this is all a ploy. Not radio-worthy? Yeah, it's one of... <laughs> no, I feel like it's one of our competitors... It's oh, like, right. I'm just trying to delay the prop shows as long as I can. I'll injure oh. this guy to uh, to make Vicky not be able to were attend. I in that sentence trying to figure out who on earth would be a competitor to sin. You think that <laughs> you think that I'm uh, overstepping my assumptions here that we've got people... Well, no, I'm just people... trying to work out who's a competitor to sin. Well, you know, there's several other radio stations out there that could be equally as rambly as us. That is true. Text in if you know who is Sin's nemesis so we can pin this on them but and I was, not myself. I was in the middle of a uh, recounting my Friday nights while oh, you were Oh, yes? Out. Okay. So I Friday nights? Yeah. Which one did you start with? This one, the one past. Oh, actually. good. That's yeah. good. So uh, I went to the ice hockey, right? Oh, yeah. And if you've never seen ice hockey, well, there's a lot of fighting that goes on. Yes, it's rather violent. And I was quite excited when, you know, a little bit of a punch on started, people getting shoved up against the glass, and I'm like, all right, this is what we came for. But what I didn't expect was they basically started a boxing match mid-period. <laughs> it's, two, it's two sports in one. That's why the tickets were so expensive. Yeah, like you figure, you see football or something, they like have a little scuffle and then the umpire comes over and breaks them up like, all right, you guys, nope. you had your fun. <laughs> Here, the umpire walks over and is like, all right, I see you guys are going at it. Go to the centre of the ice and let's do this properly. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. I'm like, this is the best spot ever. They throw off their helmets, they throw off their their uh, gloves, 
and just start beating on each other. I didn't realise that actually happened. So I the umpire was okay with that. They were encouraging it. It was more like... <laughs> they in, were encouraging it. It was instead of getting everyone to back off, they just got the rest of the team to back off. And they're like, all right, it's just you two. Yeah, yeah, it's like ding the little bell. No, no, I was just making that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it was almost like that. No way, I had no idea that's how ice hockey worked. I don't know if it does, oh. but this is how my Friday night's uh, version... Ice hockey works. Well, I don't know, because it was... They're trying to, like, sell it to Australians. It's the first time it's been here, and they're like, what do Australians yeah, yeah. like? Let's get people beating each other that's up. That's right. They like violence and sexism. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was... Um, it didn't seem like they were pulling any punches either. They're, like, trying to rip each other's shirts off oh and gosh. they're punching each other in the head. And the umpires are just like, yeah, this yep, is okay. ice hockey for you. <laughs> and I was like, this is ice hockey. All right. I am all aboard. So uh, that was quite exciting, I thought. If that you, is rather exciting. Yeah, it was, like, two sports in one, which uh, I'm, I'm all over. <laughs> so uh, we've got quite a show for you today. I will uh, get to a song before we kick off the show properly. Vicky, what is our musical theme of this week? Today's musical theme is Superman, in line with one of our new segments that you will hear right after this. Indeed, and we've often played a lot of Superman-related content. This is probably our most Superman-heavy episode ever, I would say. Extremely Superman-heavy. You know, the new movie's coming out quite soon. It's good to get into the spirit of things. So uh, we'll kick you off with our first Superman-themed song. Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. A natural choice. Indeed. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> Three Doors Down with Kryptonite, the first Fast Superman-themed playlist today. And uh, on that note, let's kick off a brand new segment <laughs> I will entitle Re-Evaluating the Justice League. <laughs> and I've put together a intro for it since this will be a recurring segment you ready vicky i'm ready re-evaluating justice league justice league <laughs> justice league re-evaluating justice league do they only need superman <laughs> that's one of our most mild intros <laughs> <laughs> especially for quite a uh, heroic topic yeah i was expecting something really epic and you sound so mild in that i've never seen heard you sound so um so I don't, Polite. I don't do a lot of lullabies, I no, guess. No, you don't. I said that's a lullaby. Why are we getting people to fall asleep before the segment? Well, I, I thought, like, my first instinct was let's go with... Are we telling people to sleep on this decision? Don't no. Don't make it hastily. I just, I'm just giving my thought process of how I came up with that little jingle. Oh, uh, all right. I, uh... I was going to go with something like the Superman theme song, mm. but as you know, we already did that for the, the <laughs> intro of the entire show. Yes. So it's almost redundant to do again. I'm like, well, I got this Let's little... Let's go the opposite way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll mix it up a bit and remix Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> it's not been done enough, I say. Exactly, especially not when it comes to superheroes. No, that's right. Mary Had a Little Lamb. That lamb was a superhero. Well, really? Well, everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. It's like um, when I was... The only person when my family went on holiday, yeah, and we your had, dog would follow you everywhere, and our cat. It was like <laughs> a menagerie. Pied piper. Yeah, I feel like I, I just I couldn't walk from one room to the other without them getting up and <laughs> following me everywhere. I was, I was suddenly Ace Ventura. <laughs> so I know I know how Mary felt. Like that nursery rhyme. It sounds quite like oh, what a loyal lamb. No, but annoying. It gets, it gets old very quickly. <laughs> My friend had a cow that used to follow him around. What does that mean? Like when he went in, like he, like around the property, it would follow him around. And when he went inside, it would just stand there and look through the window. What? <laughs> yeah, seriously. This is uh, 
Is this where your untrustworthy animal segment came from? No, there's suspicious animals. But wasn't that a cow as well? Yeah, but no, it was a deer. No, no. Oh, yeah, cows in general. Yeah, yeah. Cows in general just look suspicious. But no, that's not where it came from. I just had a friend who had it. Maybe that was the world's most suspicious cow. This is like... I know you're up to something. I'm just going to catch you out. But that means that's at least two cows now that Vicky has made contact with that are just staring. suspicious, yeah. Yeah, just eerily watching you do your day-to-day activities. They think you're up to something. I think that they're, like, recording and they're going to, like, I don't know, send it back to a prehistoric planet you think it's like the world's worst spy yeah it's got like <laughs> instead of the moving bush yeah yeah two men in a cow suit exactly they're like well no one would suspect we make our uh, listening device this conspicuous yeah exactly they're like jokes everyone thinks they're on facebook yeah it's just <laughs> how could you be so wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very obvious annoying cow in the vicinity all cows are two spies in a cow suit how do we get well, our think- beef then Mm. We're just mincing a lot of spies. Yeah, bad spies. <laughs> mm, fair enough. So uh, we should maybe get to this segment that we I just I think we should. Teased. So who's in the original Justice League team? We are proposing, as the prop shows all that, we need to evaluate the Justice League team. We don't know who decided who was in and who was out. Well, it really seems like the majority of the members are redundant. Yeah, agreed. So Almost all. We've got Superman. He can do everything. Yes. We've got Flash. We've got Green Lantern, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and the Martian Manhunter. These are the original Justice League members. Not the Green Lantern. Yeah, the Green Lantern's there. Did I not oh, say him? Okay. No, I thought that was the Martian Manhunter. There's there's both of them in oh, there. Oh, that's a surprise. So, uh, yeah, there's been many a member in and out throughout the years, but this is kind of the iconic Justice League. I always thought that the Aquaman would look more like an underwater man. Well, but I... he just sort of resembles my boyfriend. <laughs> All superheroes are just buff guys and girls, isn't that yeah. appropriate? Well, I guess sexy girls as well. And buff guys, yeah. But I didn't realise that he was just a blonde guy. I thought he would sort of have gills and be green and have, like, mermaid legs or something. For some reason, the uh, submariner Aquaman's nemesis yeah. came up once on this show. <laughs> I think he's more along those lines. But he just doesn't seem well suited to being underwater, Aquaman. He's from Atlantis or something. He can breathe underwater, I guess. That's... Oh, that's good. But we'll get to Aquaman in the coming that's weeks. That's right. We're, we're skipping ahead. This, this time, we're going one by one is basically the idea of this uh, segment. And we'll be comparing Superman to The Flash. So let's we'll quickly... Well, we're just saying Superman's definitely in, obviously. Yeah. Superman, he's super, as his name implies. Yes. We'll, we'll quickly give you a rundown of his powers. He's got superhuman strength, speed, and stamina. He's got invulnerability. <laughs> he can fly. He's super smart. He's I didn't know that. The super Doesn't intelligence. Doesn't show up in um, Smallville. There's a lot of things that I think are on these lists where it's like it may Appears have just... in one comic. Yeah, it kind of happened when it was convenient. Like, <laughs> I don't know, especially the later episodes of Smallville, because Chloe was always the smart one. Yeah. Where she was like a super hacker and like the computer genius. And then every so often it's like, oh, Chloe's not around. We'll just make Clark do the computer stuff. Superhuman intelligence, yeah. Yeah, I did not realise that it didn't come up much, that he was superhumanly intelligent. They'll just throw in a line and it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. He's like, yeah, I uh, took a computer course on the weekends. (laughs) You didn't realise? Come on, I'm an expert hacker now. But conveniently, when Chloe comes back, she'll She'll take control. Yeah, Yeah. that's right. So, uh, like, let's... Because he was at high school. I thought that would have been somewhat obvious that he was doing quite well. Well, maybe he... Well, a lot of his powers, he has to dumb down to fit in with the normal crowd. Well, true, but he could still be, like, top of the class. That's not weird, to be doing extremely well at school. Well, he, the whole idea of Clark, he doesn't want to attract any attention. 
he's just like, I could be the number one player on the football team, but I'll just be low key. And yeah, yeah, but to... like being the number one player on the football team would attract a lot of attention. But being pretty good at school is a normal human ability. Like it is school. <laughs> it's not like he's like flashing across the field. Like well, football. maybe we should kind of rule out superhuman intelligence just because it's not a common as some of these other traits. Right, all right. I'm just um, saying, if you're at high school, that would be great. You didn't seem to be using it much. True. Maybe he develops it later in life. Maybe. <laughs> He's got freeze breath. Superhuman college intelligence. <laughs> He's got freeze breath. He's got super hearing, x-ray and heat vision, and he can regenerate and like basically live forever. I like longevity. <laughs> yeah, that's the way they phrase it. So I, I think Superman's kind of immortal is what they're getting yes, at. Yes, I think more than longevity, he just never dies. Yeah, so, uh, so that's... Uh, pretty much, that's all the powers you can think of, yeah. really. I just think he's definitely in the Justice League. That is some good Yeah, powers, so right? it's like, why wouldn't you want him? The only, he's got a weakness is Kryptonite. Yeah. But who's got Kryptonite? Yeah, exactly. Like, that's not coming into play much. So when you have super speed. So we've already got all of these things. We're saying rest of the Justice League, Flash, Martian, Manhunter, Aquaman, Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Batman. Who's in? Who can stack up to that? Exactly, because that's a high bar that, that Superman is That is a very high bar. It's like if there's someone, you know, that's very far away, he can fly to them. If yeah, there's... exactly. Or as we know from Smallville, he can run nearly as fast as the Flash, but that will come up in our next section. Yeah, so today... So Superman is in, definitely. <laughs> yes, we carry that motion. All right, So who, who else is in this team of superheroes? Well, let's start with the proposal of the Flash... Yes. So. So the prop shows all versus the Flash. <laughs> is in session. In session. Text in 0427-767-767 or 0427- Pop, pop. Yep. If you'd like to weigh in on whether or not uh, the Flash stacks up enough to Superman to be in the Justice League. Okay. So basically we'll start with, he's known for his speed. Yes. Obviously. Hence the Flash. We've got a <laughs> Gross. We've got a list of the Flash's powers here. Oh, is one of them burping on air? Or is that just you? It wasn't listed if that's the case. <laughs> we basically you'll see very quickly. I'm sorry, I'm just amused. That's the first time you've done that in four years. You're you're so easily distracted. I know, but you've just burped on air for the first time in four years. I was hoping people wouldn't notice or I was gonna be able to edit it out <laughs> no, for the podcast. Now I'm you're not gonna not mention that. Are you kidding? Are we good to move on? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) We've got a list here Mm. of very speed-related powers, you will see. mostly speed-related. And so since we already established Superman, he's got the speed thing down. Almost as fast as the Flash. Yeah, the Flash... Plus he can fly. His one advantage is he's a little bit faster than Superman. But it's not much faster, is it? Well, Superman's as fast as a speeding bullet. (laughs) But he's faster than a speeding bullet. That's true. And then the Flash is... Quick as lightning or something? I don't know. I'm not sure. You tell me. Is he as quick as lightning? Well, his name is The Flash. I assume that's like a flash of lightning. (laughs) He's got a thunderbolt on his chest. True. So it would make sense. So, I don't know, in some race of... In the picture, he's a bit gross. The full body latex suit is gross on a body like that. You think he's like a bit too muscly yeah, for it to... Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's over his head as well. Oh, yeah. Well, he's got to protect his secret identity. Obviously, my we'll, mistake. We'll put these uh, the pictures of these superheroes on the website if you're uh, not familiar with this, you know, sexy bodysuit the guy's oh, wearing. Oh, gross. Anyway, um, I want to know what my boyfriend looks like. He looks exactly like Aquaman. Uh, you've, you're clearly like way too in love or something. <laughs> like, 
oh, this is a a beautiful Aryan aquatic guy, obviously, my boyfriend. (laughs) Tick. I can't believe you didn't mention how I uh, resembled soups so much. Soup. Soups. Oh, Superman. (laughs) I was like, what kind of soup? (laughs) We're on a a nickname basis. I wasn't comparing him to Split Pea and Ham. I thought we were like, if you were a soup, what soup would I be? (laughs) Anyway. Obviously chicken noodle, but I digress. So... We established super speed. That's, yes. That's good. That's but okay. you'll see his, his abilities run out quite quickly after that. He's got some... Uh, I'll, I'll cap off some of the more interesting ones. Okay. Frictionless aura. <laughs> now, I, I suspect this came about because people over the years were like... Well, oh, how why do... doesn't his clothes like blow off yeah. when he's running at fast speed? Surely, you know, when you go skydiving, your cheeks are all blowing everywhere. That never <laughs> happens to the Flash when he's running. Why doesn't his, yeah, his clothes fly off just by the pure friction? Exactly. An invisible aura. Yeah. So never you worry. So I don't know how often, you know, the Flash is fighting a villain and that comes into handy. It just means that it's, again, speed-related. Like, that's why he's not nude all the time. No, it's, yeah, it's not. That's why he's not nude <laughs> He just runs around the other half of the world and gets them. I, I hear guys made it. I, I don't know why he has to pant. I guess, like, <laughs> he's got a good uh, lung capacity as yeah, well. Yeah, I know. I was wondering. I wonder if he does pant when he gets there. <laughs> that would be amazing. Like, the Flash gets to the uh, the crime scene and, and then he's just got to catch his breath for the next five minutes. <laughs> Everyone else just catches up. I quite like as well. My favourite here is speed speaking slash reading. Yeah, again. <laughs> so he'd also be good at high school. I don't know how often this comes into play when you're trying to take on your arch nemesis, but I suspect, like, it, basically what I could dig out is that this comes in handy if you're with someone else who's also super fast. So him and Superman can have super fast conversations. Well, it says, like, speedsters, which I guess is the term that this uh, universe uses. I don't know if Superman oh. is a speedster. He might. I would say he's fast. He's got superhuman intelligence and super hearing. Yeah, so maybe they could communicate really fast. I, I'm definitely, like, if there's, you know, Does there's, like, kid flash normal... and stuff. There's, like, oh, a, you know, a lot okay. of different flashes. Does that mean that normal communication is annoyingly slow to them? Well, I've always like, pondered oh, that. It's taking so like, long to order this coffee. If if the Flash wants to run at normal speed, mm. is that to us like running at slow like motion? Crawling? Yeah. <laughs> if he's going for a jog, yeah, <laughs> to work out his legs, having a normal conversation, he's like, oh, uh, hurry up. Yeah, I know. So uh, yeah, it's like on the iPhone. You can listen to podcasts at double speed. Yeah. He would have, like, times 100 <laughs> speed. He's like, wow, we've got a lot of information. Because that would be that. really good for high school again, I feel. Well, also yeah, super academic. I think that's, again, one of these things that comes up once in, like, one issue of the comic. Yeah, he's like, he needs to learn something really fast. Yeah, so, so it's like listens to it on Neo in the speed. Matrix when yeah. he's quickly learning something. Because I feel like he wouldn't have to go to the lectures. He could just lectopia them and speed them up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that would only be chutes that he would need to attend. So, uh, and then the other... The other good one that I quite liked is he's got time slash universal travel. Yes, but it isn't an interesting method, I've noticed. Yeah, so apparently there's something called the cosmic treadmill. (laughs) And I Google imaged this. Yeah. It's basically just like a treadmill. Like you think... (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is the uh, the DC universe. They've got to have, like, some Some big... amazing treadmill. Yeah, it's, it's, that's just the stupid name for it, but it's got to be something <laughs> impressive. Like, no, not pretty much a treadmill, <laughs> but just more cosmic, I guess. <laughs> so uh, if he uses the cosmic treadmill, he can uh, travel to alternate dimensions or three times and that wow, kind of thing. Wow, okay. So oh, any being with super speed. Yeah, so theoretically, so I think Superman, Superman could, could jump on the cosmic treadmill. He just would need to know where it was. 
Well, the Flash Museum. Apparently, there's a Flash <laughs> Museum where they keep what the cosmic treadmill. Really? That I discovered this during the week. That's odd. Okay. So it's like if you're, I don't know, if the Flash retires and they're like, oh, we'll put up his Flash suit in the Cosmic <laughs> Museum or the Flash Museum. So it's just hmm. a little bit of a trivia for you. So, so Superman could use it. I think so. I don't know if he's ever used it, but I don't think like, so. The whole time travel thing is cheating in general. Like, well, I thought Superman could time travel anyway. He did it once. In the first movie, he rotates the Earth in the opposite direction <laughs> to save Do Lois Lane. Do all the humans like, fly off it or something? Well, you kind Do of... Do you freeze to death? You, apparently, that makes things reverse. Oh. And so I think like a train hits Lois. Ah. And so he uh, is like, no, Lois is dead. So he reverses the rotation of the Earth. Yeah. Makes the train reverse, and Lois come back to life, and then he rotates the Earth again, like to to normal. Know, yeah, which makes things go at normal speed and everything. I didn't realize it was the direction of the Earth that decided. I think that a lot of people had that thought, and they never <laughs> used that again because it was weird and confusing. So they should have just used the cosmic treadmill. That would have helped. So, I think that's kind of. Oh, and there's one good one as well. Hope. They listed yeah, that I as loved that. I was like, this has actually nearly got him in. <laughs> you like See, hope? everything else, I'm like, mm, Superman can do that. But because the problem I have with The Flash is, I'll get to hope, don't worry. Okay. But the problem I have with The Flash is that once he gets there, there's not very much he can do. Yeah, he, he just gets, gets there at super speed. He gets to the crime scene and then he's like, hey, guys, I'm here. And he's like, oh, it's, this is really heavy. I can't lift that. Yeah, exactly. I just got here extremely fast for these rocks to fall, which yeah. would also squash me. Yeah, so with, without the... Uh, like extra strength and that kind of thing. It does make it tough. Because what I quite like is Hope. That's almost got him in. I didn't know his name was Barry, incidentally. Barry Allen, I think. I didn't know that. That's funny. That's not a very superhero name. No, true. You usually have... It's my mum's boyfriend's name. You go with a bit of alliteration, like Peter Parker or that kind of thing. Yeah, Barry Allen. It, yeah, it doesn't even know. have that. So. Sounds like a librarian. It's like, hey, Bazza. <laughs> yeah, What's exactly. Bazman. <laughs> so, How'd you get here? Anyway. Just really fast. Yeah. And then the, what can I do once I'm here? But Hope has nearly got him in. Well, it sounds like Captain Planet. Well, back Superman in the day. does sulk a fair bit in Smallville. That's true. He's brooding a lot. But he's a teenager. Is he? Does he brood later in life? Not so much. He's ah quite a, a Boy Scout. Ah, oh, so he's quite upbeat. Yeah, well, compared okay. to like Batman or something, especially yeah, like Batman's yeah, yeah. a downer. Like you don't want to invite Batman to a party. No. But, so, <laughs> so, but Clark Kent, he's just a bit of a nerd when he's like grown up. Okay, I thought he was a downer because he's kind of a downer in Smallville. No, I think he grew out of that phase. Oh, okay. It's a teenage thing then. Angst. Yeah, yeah. Just angst. Because I was thinking Hope could be useful. If, if Superman's the one person currently in the Justice League and he's a bit of a brooder, Hope could be great. Every, yeah, he need, they need uh, the Flash to cheer Batman up. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. Well, yeah. We can save the day. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. If Batman's in, mm. we might need to put the Flash in right. to instill hope in him. But it seems like, to me, I was trying to make this point with Captain Planet. Yeah. Everyone's got these awesome powers. Earth, wind, water, fire. I love heart. That's my favourite. What? No one likes heart. He can still compassion in people. When we were you know, children playing this on the schoolyard, yeah. no one wanted to be I wanted to be mutty. heart. I can make, make you all... He can talk to animals and make them do his bidding. Yeah. And instill compassion in people. What's your problem? Like, if you can use that... I'm like, don't commit that crime. Have some compassion. Your abilities are useless now. I can use fire and stop this problem. Why? Why use fire when you can use compassion, Ben? Overkill. All right, so... I'm the front line. I think we've obviously established the Flash's abilities. Yes. I um, don't know. I'm not sure. What are his weaknesses? Well, there was one that I quite like, inexperience with time travel. 
Yes. But I don't know like how much of a recurring theme this is. <laughs> but it's like he's got the cosmic treadmill. He can go through time. But he doesn't frequently use that, and so he's not very good at it. Yeah, he's not, he's not very good. So the quote that I found online that says, uh, Barry does not know how to control <laughs> this ability, and when he tried to save his mother from Professor Zoom, he ended up significantly changing his friends' lives. Mm. So it's like, oh, whoops, eh? Tried to save everything and ended up screwing it all up. Yeah, that's right. Started I, World War Two. I think Professor Zoom is not the most intimidating opponent. I'm not that afraid of Professor Zoom. No. To be fair, who? What's Mass Punch? It sounds like he can kind of like run around the Earth and then punch someone. That's like a bit of a run up. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. He does a massive run up and then punches them. Yeah. So I feel like that would take time. He'd run to the crime scene, then have to run around the Earth and punch. Well, them. I, I, he doesn't Superman necessarily. Would be there. It doesn't have to be that big a run up. He can oh. just like. He can do a run-up very quickly and, you know, even over a small distance, gain a lot of speed. Okay, so he does have some ability then. Yeah, he can punch people. <laughs> Not unlike most humans. Yeah, well, Superman can... He's got the punching down, so that can Does he have a super out. strong punch? He, what, Superman? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He punches people. <laughs> that, when um, Superman Returns came out, that was yeah. a big complaint, is that he didn't throw a single punch in the movie. Oh, okay. So I suspect in Man of Steel that There'll we'll see him punches. punching the hell out of things. <laughs> punching will return. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel... The speed speaking and the hope, I think, have got me on the fence. I thought uh, this was going to be clear. I'm like, all he can do is run there and wait yeah. for Superman to show up and do something. Yeah. So, like, he was but just... But you think he's me? like, he can quickly run there... And what read something or speak something really quickly? <laughs> well, no, humans. He can impart he'll, information to Superman. He'll really get quickly. to the scene of the crime. He's a professional witness. He'll yeah. He'll brief Superman when he arrives really quickly. Yeah, that's right. And then Superman can save the day. Exactly. So the Flash will get there point five of a second beforehand. Yeah. Superman then shows up quickly. Tells Superman what's going on. Superman fixes everything. <laughs> Couldn't Superman just evaluate the crime scene on his own? No, too slow. Oh, okay. We don't know about his superhuman intelligence. Human, that's right. Well, he's a, he is a reporter. Like, surely he's got some kind of ability to but how quick is deduce it? a is crime scene. Is it as quick scene. as he's speaking? I suspect not. See, I think I think that The Flash really is just a professional witness so he, who just he, testifies in a lot of court cases. He'll, he'll rock up. He'll witness, witness a crime him. because he can't stop it. Yeah. And then he'll do his justice in the courtroom. Exactly. I want to watch that episode, by the way. That's why it's the Justice League team. There's law and order. I see. The Flash is more on the order side. Uh, okay. So are we saying the Flash is in? I don't know. This has been 20 minutes on this topic. So <laughs> I'm not sure. We should probably uh, Go to a song. make a judgment at some um, stage. I'm not sure. I think, can we leave it, can we leave it provisional? Provisionally out? Well, you were saying that maybe we have to evaluate whether Batman is well, in Well, that's or not. what. I want to work out with Batman, and then if Batman's in, I feel like the Flash has to come along just to be, like, the cheerleader. Okay, so we'll do Batman next week. If Batman gets in, then and the we, Flash we is in so he can cheer him up. Yes, and we need to decide, if Superman's stopping crimes, do we need someone in the order team to witness them? So many questions. I know. This... Is the Justice League law and order or just law? Well, one, one something to ponder for That's next right. week. How much? What kind of justice are they doling out? <laughs> are they using the justice system at all? So uh, we'll leave you on that thought, listeners. We'll uh, get back to this next week, but right now we'll play some Killing Heidi for you. This is Superman, Supergirl. And now, it's time for more Tales from Fiji and Central Australia. (laughs) Was that a T-Rex mixed with an elephant? 
No, not quite. We've done that one already, I think. Oh. That might have been from Tales from Fiji, one of the last episodes. No, Tales was... from Cambodia. Oh, sorry. Tales of Cambodia was Ben's... the elephant and T-Rex. Oh, okay, Ben's been making it more obvious because I asked for an elephant in the Cambodia intro yeah. and each week it would get... <laughs> I'm like in a Foley effects lounge this week. I just unzip my jacket and like Vicky loses it. Because <laughs> I'm just amused at all the... Um, I don't even think that would have got noises. picked up on Mike. Go anyway, um, so Ben would each week make a more and more um, unsubtle elephant noise. Yeah, so do you want to have another guess at what that one was? Sounded like a lion. It was the monster from Kanye West and Nicki Minaj's song Monster. Really? <laughs> wow, it sounded like a lion. It's like someone screaming and then a roar. Oh, okay, cool. uh, I didn't hear the scream. You were too excited by the whole premise of this segment. I was. We uh, discussed or we teased a few weeks ago tales from Fiji. We did. Which I told the story of my birthday serenade and uh, Vicky was dismayed that it didn't have an intro. I was saddened. So uh, this story takes place all similar to the... It's on the same Fiji trip, but it's also a combination of a Central Australia trip that I took just before it. I think this story should be called In- Ungrateful Children. That's kind of the subtitle. First World Jerks. Yeah. Again, also fits. <laughs> so the way that this came about, this uh, thought got into our heads, was because after the show a few weeks ago, Vicky asked me, out of the blue... What's the worst thing? It's the worst thing that someone could do to you is ask you to go on holiday with them. And it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it wasn't out of the blue at all. It was an accurate assessment of Ben's character. Ben yep. hates going on holidays. But were you trying? Were you thinking I oh, will invite Ben on a fantabulous no, journey? Like, ben, you weirdo! <laughs> why, <laughs> why is it that people could ruin your life by asking you on holiday? <laughs> well, I was trying to work this out as well because I've had some great holidays. I know. I don't understand. You love every holiday you've been on, and yet, should someone invite you on a holiday, you would be like, "Thanks for nothing, asshole." No, I don't love every holiday I've been on. There's a common theme, which is. I'm always like, oh, can't wait to go back home. Like, I'll, uh, I'll, have, I'll have fun during the day. Like, Disneyland, woo. <laughs> Shortly after Disneyland, I'm like, ah, It's like three days till home. So you wish that this stuff was closer to your house? <laughs> that would be amazing if I could just <laughs> jump on a train to uh, Fiji and then be back in my own bed by that night. I would be there every weekend. <laughs> so you're ready to go home by the end of the Tokyo trip? Yeah, but I, I suspect there's... That's like a whole nother episode to itself because you were going crazy on that trip as well. <laughs> there was a lot of extraneous factors. But as much fun as we had on that trip, and you can hear the proof by listening to our <laughs> podcast. We were both ready to go home. Yeah. During the day, we would go to do all crazy adventures. Yeah. And then at night, I'm like, oh, only like three more days till home. Can't wait for that. <laughs> and that like, happens every time. Like I went to uh, America. We went to E3, which is like the video games yep. exhibition. And, like, every day I'd just be playing games. That's, like, my favourite thing. <laughs> and uh, then still by the end of the trip, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I get to go home tomorrow. And play games. <laughs> but it's not even, like, the end of the trip. It's, like, the end of the day. Wow. And so I, I was trying to work out what is the cause of all this. And, yes, um, the root cause. Yeah, I feel like the one common denominator is myself. <laughs> So it's not the trips per se. No, the trips. There's a lot of great, uh, great times that I had on the trips. But then when you go back to a hotel room, I got too much time to think. I think is the is one of the biggest problems. See, you should be going out at night. That was Tokyo. I forced you to also go out at night. 
but then you slept in till like midday. True. And so then there's still time alone to think. <laughs> I need to have constant adventures. If I have any moment of downtime, then I'd go crazy. <laughs> like you were asking me like, after last week's show, would I ever go to a psychiatrist? Yeah. I had to do a lot of introspective thinking in anticipation of this of segment. Of this segment? Yeah. So to I explain feel- why you can't go on holiday. Well, yeah, just to say, like to evaluate my craziness. Okay, I've- and? Well, this is, this, this is the, uh, as far as I got. <laughs> you, you're my therapist for, you know, it's not on-air right. therapy. Lay down. Well, it's kind of hard to do with a microphone. But, <laughs> but I feel like uh, I, I've got a lot of time to think in these scenarios. Or I read books when I'm on a plane. Yes. That's kind of the only time I ever read. I think that's, like, I get, like, when I went to uh, you Cambodia. You for any skerrick of entertainment. Yeah, exactly. I was, you know, you can't play your Game Boy or whatever when you're... Uh, like, on the... take off and landing. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like, ah, right, well, let's uh, read a book. And then I got well into it to the fact that we got a $10 discount for our, for the airport because our flight was delayed. Okay. So I bought another book. Wow. You were loving reading. Yeah, I, I haven't even finished my it's first book. It's practically a hobby. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, this is a thing that I do now. I'm Ben Moore, reader. <laughs> Like, no, I won't. I, the last three books that I've read were on my last three holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I feel as these trips are taking place, there's only so much that you can do to fill the whole time. The whole. The How whole. much you can do to fill the yeah. whole. Yeah, and so I'll be. What al- if the hotel was more like your room? How so? Looked exactly like it. And has all my amenities. Yes. Has, you know, internet isn't charged for and all this no, kind of no, stuff. No, no, free internet and, like, your Xbox and your PS3 um, or yeah. whatever. Mm. Yeah. And, like, a replica of your bed. Well, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> Are you willing to go through these efforts to uh, no, set it up for to me? take you on holiday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am going to South Africa next year, so we'll see. So uh, you're, you're wondering if you should invite me or not? Yeah, you're, that's what I was trying to work out. Would it ruin Ben's life or enhance it? Okay, well... Uh, I know. Ruin seems to be the answer. Apparently. No, so but... Um, I'm trying to work out how to get over these fears. Because so would you ever see a psychiatrist after that introspection? I don't feel like I'd need it. Like, I don't <laughs> think I, I'd get anything out of it. Like, I already know these issues yeah. exist. I just I feel like talking to a stranger about them wouldn't help me. <laughs> I just would be like, like, yeah, this is what's happening. They're like, yep, that's what's happening. I'm like, all right, high five. I'll see you next week. But the point was we haven't you got... get a high five. What's your problem? <laughs> well, I can get that's that. That's something out of it. I, I don't want to pay $100 for a high five. <laughs> but so to... Uh, it's government paid. To get back to this uh, tale of, yes. from Central Australia, we haven't evaluated. So I was in year 11. We went on the school trip to... Together, so, in yes, fact. On the party bus, as it was affectionately <laughs> known. Do you and remember, actually, just to cut in, Yeah, sure. do you remember the time someone at the back did a fart so obnoxious that it travelled down the bus waking people up in a West Mexican <laughs> wave-like manner? No, I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, that was, was awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to own up to it or no, something. No, it wasn't me. I think it was Luke. <laughs> I do like that visual. Like, you can imagine it in a, a cheesy high school movie and they have some kind of gas cloud yeah, like that, green to visualise it. Yeah, yeah, as people are sniffing and waking up. It was so great. It was like a Mexican wave, like, oh, gross. Oh, man. Like, Was that so great? I, I'm not convinced, really. What? You're saying it like that was the best time ever on the trip. Yeah, that was my highlight. Yeah. <laughs> of the entire trip okay, to Ayers Rock and to National Parks. We can recreate that fun quite easily without having to <laughs> drive all the way to Ayers Rock to well, do it. Well, isn't that important for you? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, we were on this bus. Ten-day trip, was it? I think it was, like, almost two weeks, yeah. Almost two weeks, okay. And maybe, like, a day or two before going home. 
and I had already basically planned out my next week. Yes. I was like, oh, this is going to be so awesome. I'm going to be able to hang out and see my, see my girlfriend and do all this kind of good stuff. And, I, like, I got a phone call and a, uh, a voicemail <laughs> from my dad very excitedly uh, telling me that he'd booked me on a trip to Fiji. <laughs> and I was, like, so upset and angry. <laughs> I made like a you know a bit of a running joke every so often say like the two times I cried was when Frodo died and when uh, my girlfriend broke up with me. <laughs> I actually did cry on this trip as well. <laughs> I did not realize there was a third moment. Yeah, you cried when you had to go to Fiji. When I was when I found out the news. Seriously. I know. What was the news? Going to Fiji. Yeah, and I like you know it broke my mental plans <laughs> and apparently broke my sanity at the same time. Well, because the South Australia, Central Australia trip was difficult on your sanity. Yeah, because it's a whole two weeks with in this very tight space with about what eighty people. Yeah. And uh, everyone was going nuts by the end of it. They were just you're very uh, pent up. I think everyone was ready to go home. And so yeah, it was like. You're basically looking forward to the oasis at the end of the journey. <laughs> and my oasis happened to be in Fiji, which is not a bad oasis. <laughs> That's probably one of the world's best oasis. <laughs> but little did I know it would be filled with, uh, with horrific happy birthday moments and the like. I didn't know that you cried when Fiji got on the boat, when Fiji, when Frodo got on the boat. Yeah. The of the Rings. That was, I've, we've discussed this on I the show. I thought it was before. the last episode of Lost that made you cry. Mm, oh, did I cry during Lost? Now I have to think about it. No, I don't think I cried during Lost. Oh. But, but it was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> but there was a, a weird moment because I was sitting next to my girlfriend on the bus at the time. Yeah. And because um, we were, you know. So had... she's like, you were just like, I've got some terrible exactly. news. Exactly. <laughs> she probably thought that my family had been murdered. <laughs> I'm like, no, I have to go to a tropical <laughs> island resort. It's only free. It's only four stars, baby. <laughs> and so uh, we conveniently had the buses lined up, like two buses, because we couldn't all fit on one, yeah. were next to each other. So I look out the window, I've got tears streaming down my cheeks. <laughs> and weirdly, like, Madison Caulfield is looking at me from the other bus. And, like, it's not like we're, you know, I don't think I probably ever talked to her during all of high school, but she's seen me cry. (laughs) Which is so much more than a lot of people. Yeah, well, considering it was, like, my girlfriend, maybe my parents, my sister at a stretch, and Madison. (laughs) I always feel like her expression looking back at me wasn't one of, you baby or wasn't one of like oh what's wrong it was just blank and uncaring (laughs) it's like looking at a painting yeah i was like well that's a weird moment (laughs) that we shared (laughs) but uh anyway for the most part it was a pretty good trip but i still was you know so you you picked up your phone there's a voicemail you listened to it burst into tears I, I think I might have, yeah. And what did your girlfriend say next to you? I don't know if I burst into tears on the phone or I expressed it to her and that made it like, <laughs> become real. But, yeah, one of those two incidents were uh, Was she confused as to why you were crying? I don't know. I can't remember. I was more focused on me. <laughs> but I feel like she... I can see that. <laughs> looking back, I can see only that she was like with me in it because yeah. we'd planned big things or she was like, who am I going out with? This is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are only two scenarios. Yeah, that she was like, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. But how did your dad take your dismay at his I think he was plans? he was really surprised because he, the voice message especially, was like, yeah, this is a big thing. 
I'm going to surprise Ben with this. Uh, I think most holiday. people being surprised with a holiday to Fiji are pleased. Not not I apparently. <laughs> There's one exception to that rule. So don't surprise holiday. Won't surprise holiday with a Ben. Mm, that that's true. true. But also, don't surprise Ben with a holiday. What's the best thing someone can do for you? Go away for a day and leave you alone in your bedroom? That would be pretty great. If you're like, hey, <laughs> just, Ben, it's your girlfriend. I've just rang you up to give you a present. And you're like, what is it, babe? Oh, let's role play, shall okay. we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Ben. <laughs> hey, uh, Cindy. Hey, hey. <laughs> How's it? How's it going? Oh, you're sounding so nourished today. I, I've recovered from my previous... Your bout of ailment. Yeah, my ailment in a previous episode. Yes, mm. I'm doing much better. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, you said you had a surprise for me. Yeah, it's, I've got a gift for you. It's a surprise gift. Oh, I can't wait to see it. What is it? Um, well, I was thinking maybe you would like to... It's an experience. I know how much you love doing things. It's not a holiday, is it? Oh, hell no. Oh, phew. We've been together for long enough. That's good to know. I was thinking today, baby, we did have plans for me to come over. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to give you something. Okay, what is it then? Well, I just thought maybe today I won't come over and you can just sit in your room and just do whatever you like. Is anyone else coming over? No. Is there, is there any repercussions? Like tomorrow we have to hang out? No. Actually, I might even take out your mum and your sister. Wow. Give the house yourself. We'll, go, we'll actually walk your dog. You're the best girlfriend ever. <laughs> do you want to get married and never see each other? <laughs> Sure, okay. Well, I'll drop by for a few moments to pick up your sister, your mum and your dog. But after that... Do I have to make contact during those times? Hell no. Ah, this is a great day. (laughs) And on that note, let's go to a song. (laughs) This is a Superman MHC remix by Stereophonics. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to The Prep Show's All. On Sin 90.7. Correct. Thank you. (laughs) Motion carried. That is what you're listening to. Well, that's a one easy proposal. I have one final proposal for today. It is holiday related, Mm. since I know how much you love those. And I think you'd be on board with hating of a destination or holiday. I am indeed. I propose that the 12 apostles are not enough an attraction anymore. We need to be either moving them closer to Melbourne or putting something on the way. It does seem like the effort that it takes for us to go to them is well outweighed by the amount of time I agree. and enjoyment that if you we can get out of it. To put it into betting odds, it would not be a good bet. No, I, I would be with you on that. It seems like f- from Melbourne, what is it, like a two and a half hour drive at least? At least. Maybe at least. even three hours? Yeah, depending on how you drive. And the problem with the 12 Apostles is you get there. There's only seven of them left or something. It's like there's, <laughs> for starters. Yeah, they're definitely overselling it. And... You spend, what, like half an hour? Well, like, my other issue is pretty much that. You spend half an hour there. But what is there to do at the Twelve Apostles? Yeah, you walk around, you see them. <laughs> you can soak that in for a good ten minutes out of obligation. There's a visitor centre, I think, that's like, well, these are the Apostles. And it's like, yeah, well... <laughs> a I, photo of them. Yeah, like, this is what they used to look like when there was more of them. <laughs> like, that's another two minutes out of your time. But it's a lot of the attraction... Is it wears off quickly? Because I feel like looking at them, you're like, "Wow, that's awesome!" And then what do you do for the other forty five minutes to make the three hour drive worth it? Exactly. And so every minute that you spend there is also taking time out of your drive back, which is like, "Well, we could just get started on this now." <laughs> <laughs> See, I say we need to. They, we propose that the Victorian Tourism Commission comes up with an app, perhaps, okay. that like things to do on the way to the Apostles. 
So would it, what would it be, like a quiz or something? or Many things. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like you could start with some quizzes or like some fun games, like to play in the car. or. So that would ease the trip there at least. Yeah, at least it would make the trip there part of the fun. So the three like, hours would be enjoyable. So the apostles at the end would almost be a bonus. It's like, yeah. let's play this this game show on the way to the apostles. Pretty much. Let's play this road Yeah, this road trip game show where it's like pull over at this destination. Like, oh, so it's like a scavenger hunt. Yeah, totally. A scavenger hunt app. Mm, like at uh, Disneyland. You can you get a sheet of which is basically a map of the park, mm. and there's various locations that it tells you to go to, and you have to solve a puzzle at each one. Maybe we could do something like that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, because yeah. they've got at the moment across the Kimberleys a golf course, which sounds awesome. So how does that work? Well, basically, you just drive for like a hundred kilometers, and then there's another hole. You like play it, get back in the car, keep driving. Okay, yeah, I can see that something like that. It's harder to do that along the Great Ocean Road. Yes, everywhere, and it's like. Oh, it went in the uh, water again. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, As always, yeah. how far out? Who knows? There's a 10-stroke penalty on that. <laughs> but yeah, the other problem is, like as we say, they're falling down all the time. They're going to all collapse very soon. Very soon? Well, okay. Is that your geological opinion? <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not a professional scientist, <laughs> but I give it three weeks. <laughs> what are you, an amateur scientist? Just say at I'm least... I'm doing this as my other hobby. Even if it takes 100 years. Ben loves reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe uh, maybe I overestimated some of my interests <laughs> recently. Even if it takes 100 years and they yeah. all fall down, they're going to keep promoting it as a tourist destination. It's like, this is the 12 apostles where they used to be. Yeah, that's right. It's, it's somehow they're still going to try and milk people's interest out of that one. This person said, if you spend more time in the car to get to a place than you spend at the place, it isn't worth it. It kind of... Mm, that's a tricky one. Like, what if we went to space? <laughs> I feel like if it took me a year to go to space, it'd like training, it. it'd still be worth it even for like half an hour. Yeah, totally. So I don't know, like, but I guess it isn't a road trip. Mm, not in the technical sense. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of uh, talk about this reality show where they want to send people to Mars. Really? I don't think it's ever going to happen. No. But the people, like Endemol or something, wants to do it where they basically send people on a one-way trip to Mars. I think it's... That sounds extremely unethical. Yeah, I think it's a several-year journey yeah. to, to even get there. And so the show would chronicle their journey and then their time spent on Mars. <laughs> that wouldn't be worth it. No, hell no. But if you're just going to, like, oh, yeah, this is the, the atmosphere. moon or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's like two days to get to the moon. You're like, ah, oh, cool, I'm on the moon, one of ten people or so to do yeah, that. that would be awesome. Then I think that would be worth it. So it's interesting. It's so like, maybe they're letting too many people see the apostles. That's the issue. We should make it more exclusive. Yeah, that's right. Well, but wouldn't that be disappointing if you drove three hours and, and there's like a velvet in. rope around the outside? <laughs> it's like, I don't like your shoes. <laughs> Come back when you've got some uh, new outfit and we'll yeah, let exactly. you, we'll reevaluate, see if you can get into the apostles. <laughs> We're letting everyone into the Apostles. All right. I think we've learned a lot this week. (laughs) What better way than to recap? I've learned that The Flash is provisionally in the Justice League. (laughs) I've learned that hope isn't a superpower. (laughs) I thought it was just an ordinary power. Well, I've learned that Madison's seen me cry. (laughs) I've learned that... Your first world problems are not worth crying about. <laughs> That's probably true. I've learnt that Vicky's favourite Captain Planet power was heart <laughs> for some reason. I've learned that heart is the best power. I didn't learn that because I already knew it. I've learnt that uh, hockey is pretty much the best sport ever, <laughs> combining boxing and hockey. I've learned that 
nightclubs are more exclusive than our one of our most impressive tourist attractions. Yep, and I have indeed learnt that it's not worth going to the Twelve Apostles. Maybe if you live right near them or something. <laughs> Uh, and another educational episode of The Prop Shows will comes to a close. Have you had fun, Vicky? I have had fun. I always have fun. That's good. I so, propose that I had fun. Oh, good Motion to know. carried. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Feel free to email us if you like the show or just want us to discuss anything. Ben right. at InsaneRamblings.net. Vicky at InsaneRamblings.net. Or jump on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash propshowsall. You can also come into our iTunes uh, yep. where you can rate and review us or subscribe so that all of the episodes will go automatically onto your iPod. That's right. And uh, that wraps us up for another week. We'll play you out with Starlight by the Superman Lovers. Hope you've had a good one, and we'll catch you right back here 12 p.m. on Sunday next week. Thanks, guys. Same bat time, same bat hour. Or will it be? Find out next week's episode. When we evaluate Batman.